Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth and here we talk about emotional wellness and motherhood, how to manage our emotions well so we can leave a healthy legacy for our children. Welcome back mamas. Today is self-care talk. This is episode number two and in this episode we'll be talking about self-care for moms and why it is essential. I kind of grew up in a conservative, Baptist, legalistic background, and the message that I have received as I was growing up was that taking care of yourself is selfish. You need to serve others, that's the Christian thing to do, and taking care of yourself and putting your needs about others is selfish and maybe even sinful. But I want to kind of break that down today and go deeper into that, why I believe that was the wrong mindset and how taking care of yourself first is actually not selfish, but selfless and the best thing that you can do for yourself and for your family. Okay, so I guess the first question is, why do we even need self-care? Why is it important? Isn't it just, I don't know, selfish to take care of me? Shouldn't we just serve our family and others above everything else? Isn't that what we're just called to do as believers and Christians? I believe that you can't take good care of your family and of others if you don't take good care of yourself. How well can you really serve your family if you're constantly stressed out, overwhelmed, and stretched thin? And when you do serve them, are you serving them with a happy heart or with a bitter heart? Does it bring you joy to serve your family or do you feel resentment afterwards that everybody has all these needs and everybody needs you, 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 and you have to do everything? How do you feel afterwards? Do you feel run down? Do you feel like you have nothing else to give? You might be completely burnt out. (laughs) So the Bible does not tell us to run ourselves into the ground serving others. We all have limits. We are human. Jesus also had limits and he walked away at times. He did not heal every single person. And we cannot serve everyone. We are humans and we need to take breaks because we have limits. Our energy is not unlimited and we can't just keep on giving, 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 giving and not ever refilling our own cup. When we take care of ourselves first, we will be able to take care of our family and others better. I'm sure you've heard of this analogy when you, you have to fill your well up first before you, you, know, you can fill others, put on your oxygen mask first before you can help others, fill your own cup. And I believe that is so true because you cannot serve your family at your best if you are running an empty that's when you feel resentful when you feel angry and frustrated and irritated and we talked in the previous episode about our feelings and emotions and how our brain shifts into our emotional part of the brain and we get triggered and then we're feeling frustration and irritation what i can tell you with my own experience i used to feel that way a lot When I started to take care of myself first and put my needs at times even above my children's needs, 
I was able to show up way better for my family. I was a lot less frustrated. I was a lot less irritated. I was able to handle situations way more calmly than being overwhelmed and just triggered and yelling and screaming. When we take care of ourselves first, we can then take better care of our families. How do you feel when you have some alone time? How about with some of your girlfriends? How about some time doing a hobby? Or have you done a hobby at all since you had kids? How do you feel if you did something you enjoyed? Even like going on a walk by yourself. Do you feel more relaxed? Do you feel like you can manage the tasks better? How about when you ever went on vacation and you came back? How did you feel mentally and emotionally after that? Do you, do you feel like you could show up for your family in a better version of yourself? We're going to go deeper into self-care, why it's essential, and in order to thrive as a parent and even as a human being, we need to take care of our own needs. I don't know if you ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I have learned about this um, in the past year. I'm sure I knew of it, but just like this exact term and this hierarchy of needs. This is a pyramid and it has multiple layers. And the bottom layer, the base of the pyramid, is our physiological needs. And that is food, water, warmth and rest so as human beings we all need that in order for our body to physically function well if you're running on low sleep you're not going to function well i know for me for sure if i did not get enough sleep or i had a bad night's sleep i'm a lot more frustrated and irritated and short with my kids because that's a human basic need how about when you don't drink enough water or you have been skipping meals do you feel hangry <laughs> i definitely do i definitely feel short with my kids if i am hungry because that is a basic human need that needs to be addressed warmth and rest so those are the very basic needs that all humans need in order to feel like decent i guess like not thriving but this is like the base base layer then we the next layer above that is safety needs feeling security and safety and that's just the feeling of safe and secure being physically and mentally safe in relationships, having a safe place to live, having order, predictability, financial security, just health and well-being. That's also like a basic layer of human needs. Because when you think about it, you are super stressed out when you're struggling financially. You don't do well mentally and emotionally because that is in the back of your mind. How about when the day is super chaotic? Also, typically we don't respond super well. If we predicted our day to go a certain way and then it doesn't, we don't respond in the best ways. When you don't feel physically safe or emotionally safe around somebody, also 
you cannot be your best and thrive when you're in that sort of environment. The next layer above that is um, belonging and love needs. This one is the next um, section of needs that's called psychological needs. That is the need for relationships, relationships, intimate relationships with a loved one and friends. That's as humans, we all need to feel loved and accepted and have trust and intimacy, receiving and giving affection to a person that we love it gives us a sense of connection and it helps us be fulfilled emotionally and mentally. The next layer above that is psych also psychological need and it's esteem needs. These are feeling of prestige and accomplishment. It's like when we feel like we're successful at something, uh, if we are able to do something independently, feelings of dignity, achievement, and a desire of reputation and respect from others. That is also human needs. And as, as we fill the bottom layers and we go up, we will be able to function better and better mentally and emotionally. The top layer of the pyramid is the self-actualization section. And this is where people are fulfilled in life. This is when a human achieves their full potential, including creative activities, personal growth, peak experiences. This is where you become the most of what you can be as a human. This is the layer where you thrive. But if we ignore the deeper layers underneath the basic needs, physiological needs, such as food, water, warmth, and rest, if we don't meet those needs, we will not be able to get to the top and thrive on the top. We just won't. This is how humans work. So what happens to us as moms if we ignore our basic needs? I'm talking about sleep, rest, just like even rest during the day, having a little bit of time to just sit down and rest a little bit. Um, if we skip meals and if we just don't even drink any water if we dehydrate. We do start feeling stressed out and overwhelmed. We feel irritated, frustrated, annoyed all day. Uh, we And we start taking it out on our kids and reacting negatively. I know for sure for me, if I don't get enough sleep and I skip meals, I definitely feel that in my emotional responses with my kids. I would challenge you to pay attention to that. When do you, which parts of the days do you feel more frustrated and irritated? Is it like at 10, 11 in the morning because you've been awake since six and you haven't had any food to eat and your, your body needs that because it's a safety need for your body in order to feel safe. And if you don't feel safe, your brain shifts to emotional part of the brain. Is that something you feel like mid-morning or is it something you feel late afternoon because you skip lunch and you're feeling hungry or you're super tired and exhausted because you've been going to sleep super late because you've been staying on your phone scrolling through mindless instagram or social media 
uh, step back and kind of analyze the situation. Which parts of the days do you feel most stressed and overwhelmed, irritated and frustrated? The next thing I want to talk about, how our stress affects our body if it is not managed properly and if it's not managed well. Because just because you don't feel physically stressed out doesn't mean that your body is not stressed out. And if it stress builds up over time, there's going to be negative effects on your body internally and externally. Stress happens to all of us. We need to learn to intentionally do things to help our body de-stress and to release it in a healthy way. In the previous episode, I talked about things that you can do to help your body de-stress in a helpful way. And that's like praying and journaling, deep breathing, crying, venting to a safe person, hugging someone safe, physical activity to get the stress out, creative expression those are helpful ways to get your stress out because if we don't do that if we don't teach our body a helpful way to get it out it's going to keep the stress inside our body and it's going to come out in things like suppressed immune system digestive problems hormonal disbalance and in women it comes out as acne cravings for sweet and salty things no libido missed regular cycle it shuts down the reproductive system you'll experience energy crashes fatigue exhaustion weight gain in that midsection and nothing can get rid of it migraines mood swings and irritability sleeping problems you either can't fall asleep or you have a hard time getting up in the morning because you sleep either too much or not enough. Anxiety, depression, brain fog. You start becoming dependent on caffeine. And then studies show the correlation between stress and it's, a, it's related to about 75 to 85% of chronic health problems stress really affects our bodies especially if it's chronic long-term stress that's not managed and it's either numbed or stuffed down or expressed an unhealthy way and then also when we are super stressed out we also respond negatively often to our children and our spouse and end up hurting our relationship with them If we don't take care of ourselves, we will not be able to take good care of our family. We will be on edge more often. We will be overwhelmed and annoyed and feeling a lot of resentment that everybody has all these needs that are sucking all our energy. So what are things that we can do on a regular basis that actually reduce the stress hormone in our body so our body is not as stressed out internally sleeping six to eight hours a night i personally have been going to bed most days before 10 o'clock i do get up early between five and six in the morning i am really intentional about going to sleep i plug my phone in um, by the sink in the hallway because if I take it in with me in the room, I will probably scroll through stuff. So about 9.30 is when I plug my phone in and I go back into the room. Sometimes I read, sometimes I journal, or sometimes I just go to sleep because sleep is so important. I know 
Personally, I don't function at my best when I am sleep deprived and lack of sleep increases your stress hormone. Skipping meals. That's another thing that will increase your stress hormone. So being intentional and eating healthy food and drinking enough water. Another thing, we talked about this in the previous episode, it's deep breathing. When you do deep breathing, it calms your nervous system down and it also releases relaxation hormones. Deep breathing is so, so helpful that I feel like most people don't realize the impact of how helpful it is. Meditating, mindfulness, and visualizing a safe place. I will go deeper on each one of these because I use those also on a regular basis and they're super important. Meditating is being present in the moment and focusing on something. I can either, it's either focusing on your breathing or listening to um, meditating podcast or meditating audio something it tells it helps you focus on something else versus on all your crazy thoughts that um, many of us have that just distract us um, visualization of a safe place I do that almost every day to help me relax I have a safe place I have created in my mind it's laying on the beach in a white hammock and it's sunny outside. I'm laying under the palm trees. I can see the super calm ocean water. It's like the sand is white and the water is crystal clear and that turns into light blue and turquoise blue and it's super peaceful and calm. And I imagine myself being there as I'm taking deep breaths and relaxing my body and all the tension with each breath it's amazing it is insane what five minutes of that can do and de-stressing you and actually releasing relaxation hormones affirmations uh, we talked about this earlier too positive affirmations saying positive things to yourself i've got this i can do this i'm amazing mom i do my best i show up for my family in the best version i can I've got this, I can do this, I can handle this. So positive affirmations, super helpful to uh, release the stress hormone. Taking a walk, doing Pilates or yoga because both of those super helpful because they incorporate deep breathing. Reading a book. Reading a book for 10 minutes can reduce your stress level up to 80%. I don't know when the last time you sat down reading a book but every time I do, especially if I do it right before bed, I sleep way better because it really distresses me. Talking to a safe person, journaling, laughing, laughing out loud is amazing. Um, maybe sometimes even watching a funny video, that is something super helpful. Unfollowing people on social media that make you feel worse. I had to do that. There were several people I wouldn't say they're, they're not bad people at all, but they kept portraying that their life is so perfect and great and everything just seemed just so. And I felt more like a failure on my end that I wasn't, my life wasn't like that. And if you ever talk to those people, 
they will never share any of their struggles they would not be authentic everything is just perfect and so and to me it just made me feel worse internally so i purposely unfollow people like that for my own mental and emotional sake taking a bath uh, with calm music candles creating a relaxing environment spending time with good friends that encourage you and uplift you that is super helpful before COVID happened that is something i regularly did if not once a week probably every other week get together with my girlfriends and just have fun just hang out and have fun it was super super helpful for me to de-stress and just to have a good time and then doing something you enjoy dance it off crochet sew, do a puzzle color play an instrument do crafts like diy stuff if it relaxes you and not stresses you out i know that diy stuff actually kind of stresses me out so i don't really do that but if it helps you to feel better afterwards do it one of the things that i want to mention is that most of us including me the easy thing that we think we can do to de-stress is to be on our phones and i just want to point out that it does not decrease your stress hormone it actually elevates it because the blue light from your phone increases your stress hormone instead of decreasing it so it actually makes it worse and there's a time and a place to sit on the couch and relax and watch a movie but if this is all you fall back onto to help you relax from a stressful and overwhelming day and that's all you do that stress is not actually released it's still collecting in your body and it's still gonna show up in other ways that i previously talked about and unhelpful ways in your body so being on your phone yeah sometimes we can do that but actually being intentional and doing something else outside of a blue screen is what is truly actually helpful to decrease our stress hormone when we take good care of ourselves we will be able to serve others out of abundance i know for me when i didn't get enough sleep if i skipped meals if i have too much on my to-do list and if i am stretched then i am not able to serve others and show up for others in a healthy way i just can't i can't because i feel bitter and resentful and maybe even more frustrated and angry that i am helping someone but if i fill my needs if i do things that fulfill me and to actually de-stress me then i'm able to serve others with a happy heart with a hopeful heart with with joy and it doesn't feel like a burden and heaviness and then when my kids do have needs especially emotional needs i'm able to show up for them because i am not running and empty myself here are the takeaways from today taking care of yourself is not selfish it's important in order for you to show up for your family and the best version of yourself number two please 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 do not ignore your basic needs rest food and water treat yourself like you treat someone you love there's a good guide for you and number three pick three things that lower your stress hormone your 
For example, like breathing or meditation or exercise or reading or laughing, do at least one thing daily, something that will lower your stress hormone. All right, mamas, if you like what you heard today and if it's helpful for you, I encourage you to go into the show notes and it will lead you to my website and in there you'll be able to find the list of things that I talked about today, things that cause your stress hormone to go up and then things that you can do to help your body de-stress in actually productive, helpful way. If what you learned today was really helpful to you please let me know reach out to me on instagram at emotionally healthy legacy and i would love to know your feedback what you think and what you also want to learn more about because this is my passion this is what i love to teach moms so shout out to me on instagram let me know if this was helpful for you and what else you would like to learn See you next time.